podcast. My name is DK Diamantes. His name is Bricky. He's got all that sweet, sweet, ridiculous 40k info. But before he gives it to us, if you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous and consider supporting your favorite weirdos. Uh, we have access to the Discord, HD posters, bloopers if they happen, a lot of really cool stuff. And uh, yeah, patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous, and Bricky, if I wanted to get some really ridiculous merch, where, pray tell, would I go? Pray tell, he says. We would go to Orchidate.com, Orchidate.com, check out the amazing merch. We got hoodies, t-shirts, stickers, etc. Also, I found out that uh, if you actually want to get your order in internationally before Christmas, you can by using either uh, DHL or UPS shipping. However, I do warn you that the shipping costs are astronomical. Um, So that is a, I don't care if I have to spend the extra money, I need it soon type of deal. Um, That's that's pretty amazing that you can actually get it internationally before Christmas, because Christmas is like, what, two weeks away? Someone purchased a DHL shipping uh, to Romania, and it cost, the shipping for like, I think two hoodies or something cost them like 40 bucks, which is a lot of money. Uh, Ooh, but it got yeah. there in like, it got there in five days. Wow. So, so you know, like, it's an option. Obviously, I don't get to set the shipping prices. But regardless, besides all that, if you're in America, buy it now if you want to get it by Christmas. And also, uh, Kaivas K Book Club will be this uh, this week, we think, probably. Yeah, probably. Sure. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. Hopefully. Soon-ish. Pretty soon. Finish the book. TM. It, it, it'll be early January, mid-January, I guess now. God, it doesn't feel like it's almost the middle of January. It's literally December, doofus. I know. Or, oh yeah, December, sorry. I it, it doesn't feel like it's the middle of December. It doesn't feel like Christmas is literally right around the corner. I can't believe you've sabotaged this podcast already, DK. Already. I've I've said January instead of December. Podcast ruined. I'll hand podcast in my retirement papers. crushed. Bricky is my name. Bricky. DK is what I meant to say. Would you like a quote? Yeah, I'm going to fuck this up so bad, dude. Ugh. But go uh-huh. ahead, hit me with the quote. Hit me with the quote. All right. It says, quote, These are not soldiers, nor warriors. This enemy is an act of murder-given flesh, and they will not stop until terror is the only thing that lives. Captain Jephthah Cole executed for cowardice. <laughs> I, the, the end of that really uh, makes that quote. Um, it's, they're not, so it sounds like it's some kind of Xenos to me. Like it sounds like, because he said they're not soldiers. Uh, nor warriors. Just, nor warriors. It's just like, what, what was it? Murder made flesh? Murder um, given flesh. And they just want to make terror. Like immediately, I was like, "Oh, hey, night lords." Mm. Um, I'm gonna. S- we're really nice to the Nids fans, so I'm gonna say it's got to be like some very specific hive fleet that uh, comes in and does some shit. No, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Oh, I guess it would be too soon to do another Nids episode. It's me? it's literally like the episode after. Yes, it would be a little too soon for Nids. <sighs> Well, I was just—I mean, uh, some some Xenos thing that I don't know about, or maybe I, well, it can't be Necrons. Yeah, I am, some Xenos shit. I am shocked that you don't get this. Think, mm. think of think about terror and murder. Terror and murder. Uh, something chaos. Oh my god! What? 
What is it? Shy, are you also upset about this one right now? Shy, are you I upset? never get them. I've gotten one out of like five. Oh, uh, she posted Travis Scott rubbing his head. You've done fucked up. Ugh, whatever. He can go have a It's Travis the Drukari. Oh, it yeah, murder given flesh. Yeah, um, I'm gonna bull. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bully you. I'm real. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go push you over and take your lunch money, DK. I can't. I cannot believe. Oh no, I, that is a Travis Scott forehead moment. Oh, that's a, almost a bricky forehead moment, but it's not quite that uh, big. My forehead's not that big. Not that big. Oh my. Okay, but we're oh, doing. We've talked about Jukari before. We've talked about we Jukari before. So today we're doing similar to what we did with the Orc episode, where we talked about the clan cultures. We're talking about the various Jukari clans, uh, which are known as obsessions. So we're going to go a little bit deeper into the Jukari. We're going to talk a All little right. bit about the, the specific groups that in, uh, inherit the, or not inherit, but are in the dark city of Kamara or Kamarag. I don't really know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like to pronounce the, the GH because if Wa isn't pronounced that way, then Kamara. <laughs> don't, don't worry. The Jukari aren't sponsoring this episode. You can say it wrong. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, but no, so actually, I did a lot of research on. I have three full pages of of notes Ooh. taken for this one. Um, because last night I was doing some extra stuff, and I was like, "Wait a minute, this this kind of makes you want to start a Jukari army." And I'm not gonna, because I have enough Yet, armies. You say that, but I now know. everybody's gonna bully you into getting a Jukari army. It's it's really kind of cool. I'm I'm impressed with the. I mean, I'm you know, I'm I'm obviously the I'm obviously our signature elf hater, and yep. uh, and you are our signature ultramarine bullier. Yes, indeed. Um, and I don't know what Shy hates, but she probably hates something. Everything um, that's not most, orcs is what she most hates. things that aren't orcs. If it's ain't green, she doesn't. She ain't hanging around it. Um, she, <laughs> she hates <said> us. us. <laughs> yeah, that's, there we go. You know, you know that's fair. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but I was. Like, I really like it when they have a lot of culture is one thing, but also a lot of intrigue in, in how they develop the, the different characters and cults. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot more in here than I thought, particularly in the the witch cults are really neat. Um, okay. I, I, so I want to talk about them. So a, a reminder for, for both you and our audience, the Jukari are the Dark Eldar. They are the mm -hmm. ones that were the most hedonistic and, ta and tainted <laughs> By um, well, they they had their horrible, horrible ways of murder and and dance and art yep. and all that stuff, and they centralized that in the large port city of Kamara in the Webway, which is why mm -hmm. when Slanesh was birthed, they only got a pinky finger on that damn Webway, and <laughs> the only way they stave off Slanesh is to do horrible, horrible Slanesh things, and that keeps her satiated. And yep. so they do not yep. lose their soul to the one who to she who thirsts. Yep. So these the Drukari are the ones that did not leave on like the craft world ships because craft world Eldar were like, yo, you guys, too extreme. This is ooh, we've we've really gone a way too far. Let's I'm I'm fuck this shit. I'm out. Um, yes. And the Drukari are sort of what's left over. They still like doing all the hedonistic, lusty torture crazy nonsense imagine you had new york city and it was really going to shit so a lot of people left new york city those are the craft world eldar 
But then yeah. they someone bombed New York City to the Stone Age, but they completely <laughs> forgot to bomb the jail. And now oh. and the jail and the jail has broken free and is taking over New York City. That's the Jukari. Ah, oh. uh, okay. So the, they are indeed the worst of the worst. They are the worst. They are they are the most sadistic. Uh, now, one would say, oh, they do these horrible things to save their lives, which is true. But, but to they state that they, they don't like it is also is also incorrect. They do very much like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Drakari operate almost entirely out of Kamara, a place in the webway that includes insane three-dimensional spires and... Um, complete lack of of gravity it, not all not all of areas but in some areas it's completely like upside down left right top down it is in multiple dimensions it is a a labyrinth of a city it yeah. is nearly impossible to navigate unless you are a dark like you need to be an eldar for one so that yeah. you have the mind to navigate it and then you need to know the city you know it's like trying to navigate oh, yeah. it's like trying to navigate like a major city in the U.S., like Boston, without knowing where you're going, without a map, and you're just like, I'm, I'm so lost. You're like from a foreign country that doesn't have like a major metropolitan area. It's just like this really suburban place, and then you try and navigate like New York and the subway system. Yeah, you just, you just won't get it, and you don't, and you don't, and then you don't even speak English, and you're just like, yeah. oh god, it's like, oh, this is, this is terrible. That's also why Comrade hasn't really been like uh, invaded or anything, because it's like it's impossible. How the fuck are you going to invade that? You can't tell up from down. Like, you can invade it to an extent, but mm -hmm. since the majority of the Dark Eldar are all, like, even though the Dark Eldar are a very small race compared, their entire group is basically situated in this one city. So oh. you are attacking this, like, an entire race. And so while, let's say, the Imperium probably could, if they dedicate enough resources, wipe them out, they would then get murdered from every other section. Tyranids would invade, yeah. orcs would kill them, who who knows. It's too costly to wipe them out. It's way too costly. Uh and also that's, that's every faction, right? The Imperium, if they really wanted to, could wipe out any one faction they wanted, but if they did, it would leave them vulnerable to literally everything else because of the catastrophic amount of uh casualties they'd take in trying to wipe out that one race. Not quite. I would say they couldn't do it to orcs or, or um Tyranids, uh not chaos oh, either. Yeah. Um, but like small races like craft worlds, mm -hmm. uh, which would probably get away from just trickery alone. Um, mm -hmm. or like Tau, definitely Tau. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. but anyway, so, uh, Kamara as a city, also known as the dark city. Uh, now these are basically akin to, th or they have three separate organizations that take up the entirety of the city and they kind of flow with each other and, and together because remember, Jukari are pirates. <laughs> that's that's the concept. They have a port city, mm -hmm. and they in their coin, like there is money, but money is also weapons and slaves, especially slaves. Oh, gross. slaves okay. are a currency. Yep, that sucks. And it it does suck. Um, and there are three major things. There are the cabals, the cults, and the covens. All with a C, or well, Cabal's a K, but I was eh. gonna say I know Cabal's K, so you're wrong. <laughs> I am wrong. Actually, Bricky. I'm so sorry. They all have a K in the beginning. Whatever. <laughs> um, the Cabals are a autonomous military group, 
and they kind of exist in three separate worlds. They're kind of like a household of nobles, like a knight house. And then they're also a pirate group and simultaneously a criminal like cartel. They're all three kind of combined into one. Um, it's one of those things I was actually curious about when I was doing the research. Like, how do I distinguish Drukari from Night Lords? Because they have a very similar vibe, you know, murder yeah. and, and torture. And the difference really is that the Drukari do it, one, for necessity, because they need mm -hmm. slaves and they deal in slaves. Sure. But they also do it as like an art form. Oh. Like, they're pirates, but they're also like, they're, they trade... They have noble houses of like family and importance and, and the idea of murder and, and slave taking and raiding is just as much of a artistic vibe as it is a necessity. Night Lords are scum. <laughs> yeah, they are they are, are gangers and prisoners and 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 they yeah. murder for the fun of it. Uh which don't get me wrong, Jukari do too. Yeah. But uh it, it's a different kind of vibe. So it's kind of like if a criminal syndicate ran a town or a city, that's kind of what the cabal are. Because, you know, a criminal syndicate has your sort of hierarchy that has like this sort of, I don't want to say noble feel to it, but they've got like, you know, echelons. Oh, no, they, ha they whatnot, have a noble you know? feel to it. The cabal definitely have a noble feel to it. They they oh. they dress up. They have they have rank and status. Um, mm -hmm. They're also your military organization. They're your main source of military. Oh, okay. So, uh, for example, like a lot of the, they're the main highest upper tier of the Kamara power structure, and they're the primary military strength. Mm -hmm. They are the main responsibility for the flow of slaves, and most Drukari want to join a cabal for the same reason that if you're in a prison, you want to join a gang as a safety in numbers kind of concept. Oh, okay. Now, getting into these cabals is very, very are like painful and difficult and requires a lot of testing and all that but mm -hmm. even so it's better because if you're alone you're you're dead meat in Kamara. oh um, really so if you're even if you're a dark uh eldar or a drukari and you're not in a cabal chances are somebody's gonna find you and shank you and just kill the shit out of you and torture you or turn you oh into yeah a slave. Or you might get turned into a slave they like they like eldar slaves oh. as much as they like human slaves there's just more oh. humans Oh, so they're actually like Drukari slaves. Like it, they oh, don't. Oh yeah. Like the Drukari don't really care if they have a Drukari slave. Like they'll absolutely enslave their own people. The Drukari believe in slave equality. Oh. Drukari believe oh. in equal rights and also equal shackles. Oh boy! This, Vote the, you, Drukari you're... now. Yeah. <laughs> Vote Drukari or else. Vote Jukari um, <laughs> or, or, or wind up on this, in the skinning pits. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess Well, when you said that they were, it's literally like if only the jail was left, yeah. I mean, that's that's that jail mentality of like you got to join a gang or you're dead. Equal opportunity murder. Uh, but for example, like Shy posted a picture. That is a Kabbalite warrior, Cabal, Kabbalite. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, as you can see on him, he's got all the spikes and stuff, but... You can see the icon of his cabal, both on his like loincloth thing and on his helmet. Oh yeah. Um, so that's got. They have their very like. They have their ornate things. He's got like a skull attached to him. I think I can. I can see on his left side. Oh um, yeah, it looks like an orc skull actually. I think someone's. I think there's an orc getting shanked in the background, and there's also an orc beneath his foot. Uh, or feet. Oh shit! You're right. I see the uh, the checkerboard. No, you're right. Yeah. Um. So the first cabal we'll be talking about 
is the Cabal of the Black Heart. And I'm not sure if you remember this well, but do you remember a certain gentleman known as Asdrubal Vecht? Um, vaguely. Uh, he was he... the guy who kind of took over the city. He was like the head honcho. Yeah, honcher. and he's, he's a big bad douchebag. He's a big bad douchebag. Quote, <laughs> quote, quote, I am the master. I am the one who controls this place and much of the city around it. I am the one to whom all bow. I am the vanquisher of worlds, the destroyer of dreams, the creator of nightmares. I am the pirate king, the renegade prince. I am all these things and more, for I am Azdrabel Vect, and all the warriors of the Black Heart are mine to command. Whoa. So... He Homeboy is the, knows how to make an intro. <laughs> like, this is this whoa. is him introducing himself to his prisoners. <laughs> this whoa, is him introducing whoa. himself to his slaves. He's like, you're gonna know who I am. You're gonna know. You're gonna and, learn. And people think I'm an edge lord, and this guy exists. <laughs> whoa, dude, wait. dude! His his most popular quote is, "We are the lords of despair, masters of terror. Dread and agony are our meat and wine, and they are plentiful indeed." He's such what? an asshole. He shops at Hot Topic, 100%. He doesn't shop at Hot Topic. He owns, he owns Hot, Hot Topic. Topic. <laughs> He's CEO of the Hottest Topics. <laughs> he um, looks very cool, though. That picture Shy posted of him is dope. Is that a... Oh, that is a skeleton on his throne. Okay. Uh, okay. Shy, do you have the image of him with his, like, Princess Leia-looking slaves? Oh my god, of course he does. Of course he That's a very cool, um, I'm assuming that's the Blackheart logo. Yeah, hence the heart is black, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Blackheart. Um, the Blackheart. Cabal of the Blackheart is actually not a particularly exciting cabal. Uh, it's mainly just like the big bad. Oh, okay. yes. I guess you can see him here. This is the old mini, I think. He's got like oh, his wow. slaves on, on, the, on this pimp chair. That. <laughs> That is some Return of the Jedi shit right there. Um, I I kind of hate that mini so much, but is is it because the Princess Leia? There slaves? it is. The, there's the picture. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my Holy god. Shit. That's what an that's, absolute pimp lord. That's such an old picture too. Like you can just tell by the art style that was done in like the fucking I don't know the nineties, eighties, early it's very, late eighties. It's very old. It's it's really yeah. dumb too, but it's yeah. it makes me laugh. Um, but the Black Heart, they're they're your very basic cabal, um, and and there is a lot to them. But the main idea is that they're the largest cabal. They're the biggest. They run the most stuff. They have the most trade. And Vect is such a bad man that they no one would really touch him, uh, and no. everyone's too scared to touch him. In fact, there are multiple. So the Archon is the leader of a cabal. Um, mm -hmm. But there are multiple Archons in this Cabal. The thing is, is that a lot oh. of these Archons work together because they all flow into the into Vect and the Cabal, the Black Heart. They hate mm -hmm. each other, but none of them will ever murder each other because if they do, Vect might get angry. When you think of the the Nids, you think of the Swarmlord. When you think of the Orcs, you think of Gazkul. When you think of the Drukhar, you think of Vect. Gotcha. Okay. Um, now, the next Cabal I want to talk about is the Cabal of the Poison Tongue. There's actually a lot Ooh. of Cabals and Colts, but I'm mainly going to be rolling off the ones that you can play in-game because I feel like I really like this this episode. I really enjoyed this topic, and I feel like we might okay. get some Jukari fans out of it. Um, Ooh, so I okay. might as well pick the ones that they can do. The Poison Tongue. Uh, now, this is a dual Ooh. effect on a concept. 
Um, okay. They are poison tongue because one, they're very good with poison weapons. Now the no Jukari, way. the Jukari use poison weapons as a major source of their actual weaponry. In game, it's actually interesting because no matter what you're shooting at, you'll always like wound them on a certain number because you're poisoning them. So, you know, you might have a really bad strength, but because you're poisoning, you're able to do, like, wound a big target on a certain number. Oh, that's that sounds very helpful. That's That sounds like it would make the uh, the Poison Tongue a, a popular choice among the Drakari. It is. Uh, Cabal the Black Heart is probably the most ran, uh, but the Poison Tongue is pretty good, and uh, the affinity for poison weapons is a big part of it. However... The other part of the poison tongue is an actual state on their um, their their speaking. They are they are insidious. They oh. they if you, now if a Drakari tells you something, you should assume it's a lie. Of course. If a poison tongue person tells you something, you don't know what the fuck it is. It could be the truth, but they could be saying the <laughs> truth to fuck with you. Like you have no idea. They are the most sharp witted. In terms of their, like, they have spies everywhere. There is okay. a poison tongue agent in every bar, in every arena. There is someone everywhere, and they are by far the most insidious and whisperers of rumors and, and subterfuge and and all that kind of stuff. And they are actually ran by a archon, uh, a female archon, uh, someone okay. known as Lady Aurelia Malice, Malice as an M A L Y S. Of course, because you couldn't spell it like malice. Because like you couldn't spell it like malice. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. That's two on the nose. Spelling it like that, you got to add the y to make sure. You know, hey, we we you know you know it's not. See, we we switched it up. She she's uh known as the the intellectual she devil, which is a strange thing. But they uh, get a the poison tongue enjoys like a very high position in, in the Kamarag society or Kamarite society, I guess is the term. Um, they have a ton of Trueborn. If you remember, there's like true birthed Drukari and like the rebirthed ones. Um, if you are Trueborn, you're like much higher. You're like a like a cut above, you're like a purebred, and so right. you're a lot more fancy and, and important. It is also assumed that the only person like, that her ex lover was Vect himself. Oh, that's awkward. It's a little yeah. awkward, but the weird yeah. thing about her is that very often when she's in her quarters alone, people, like, sh they'll hear a second voice, but she's always in there alone, but she converses with a second person at all, like, very often, hmm. which is assumed that she is kind of dealing with the, the supernatural a little bit. Oh, she's a ghost whisperer. A little bit. People don't really know what the hell is up with her. She she enters her room alone, and then she talks to a mysterious patron. Oh. And they they all they can register only one sign of life. They can tell only one person is in that room, but she is talking with somebody else, and there is someone talking to her. And we oh. don't know why or how or where. So it's it's not possible that she's like convening with like chaos or anything because they'd be able to see that or figure that out. Uh, she's just talking with the spirits. We have we have no idea because psychic oh. power, while sometimes dabbled with, is a big no no with the Jukari because it invites uh, Slanesh to get them. 
Oh, that's fair. Yeah, they probably would hate psychers and psychic stuff because yeah, that that would. Also, that yeah. logo is so. That'd make a great tattoo. Um, the poison like tongue. A, yeah, the snake with a little drip. That'd make a killer tattoo if you were like a big like you know you're really into 40k. Uh, you're really into like rolling uh, the the poison tongue as your uh, faction on the tabletop. That'd be a sick tattoo to put on like your uh, shoulder or something. I would highly put, recommend we do not uh, get a tattoo of the Drukhari. That's fair. Or if you got, like, two of them facing each other, like, on your collarbone. So, so like, the, oh, that'd be, that'd, be, that'd be dope. Shy posted that big thing, and I just can't get over M-A-L-Y-S for malice. Like, just malice. spell it. Just spell it the fucking way you want to spell it. M-A-L-I-C-E. Just spell it like malice. We all get it. You're not as clever as you think you are, 40K. Jesus! Were you, did you, were you just getting ready for a Jesus up there? Jesus! There it is. Popping pop pop the bingo cards. Yep, yeah, all right. I gotta, gotta help the people out. Next up is actually my favorite of all of the cabals. Uh, this Ooh. is the cabal of the Obsidian Rose. Now, Ooh. the Obsidian Rose is actually the... They control the largest amount of weapon shops in the city of Kamarag. And they have a iron grip on the entire arms trade. Um, oh. Not only is their logo super dope... Ooh, that is slick. Also, another one that would be a great tattoo. That would actually and it's be kind a better, of minimalist too, because yeah. like it probably wouldn't hurt as much because the the spider tongue or the poison tongue, depending on where you got it, would hurt like a bitch. That's true. Uh, but the obsidian rose, they have a a total like death grip. Like I'm talking, I'm talking responsibilities, cool DK. But there's more <laughs> things in life. <laughs> Like getting slaves all fucking oh, night. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, yeah, gotta, yeah, gotta you know, get that, uh, gotta, gotta get that, gotta get death that currency. I got, I gotta yep. be honest, DK. Ever since I, uh, ever since I lost my virginity, I couldn't be a Death Grips fan anymore. Um, so you're still a I, Death Grips fan, is what you're saying? <laughs> 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 Very just, good. Just I'm proud sure of you, my. I'm here. proud of you, my son. You've done well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Taking a bow. You can't see it, but I'm taking a bow. You know, I've learned well from the, the meme masters here. So the Obsidian Rose, uh, the, these are like the major weaponsmiths of Kamarag. And, and anything with the Obsidian Rose logo on it, like that means quality. That okay. means like this is the best equipment that you could buy with either money or slaves. They are Im immaculate. Weapon yeah. crafting is a is a skill where perfection is not what they're strived for perfection is the bare minimum sometimes oh. if a, if a cabalite warrior is in battle and dares of the obsidian rose dares to get their weapon hit by a blood splatter they are then hung on the on the racks of where the slaves are placed due to their uh insolence Ooh, on the fuck. way back home, they are they are chained back to the front of their of their stuff because how dare they sully a weapon of this magnitude? Oh boy, these uh, are these are artisans. These are like sculptors of weaponry. Damn. So, how many of their own have they killed for sullying one of these weapons? Because like in combat, it's gonna happen. 
right? Like, it, there's good. no choice. So, well, well, no, like, no, Drukari, these are Eldar. They're as swift as the wind. They are, they are blurs of motion and hyper intelligent. I bet that if they were good enough, they could be dodging and keeping their weapons safe from blood in time. Well, I suppose that's true. Um, the only the only time I can remember uh, Eldar kind of getting bodied, well, that I've experienced so far, uh, was in the Night Lord's book at the at the very end when they're fighting off all the Eldar. And even then, the Eldar were dipping and dodging and weaving, and um, they were not having an easy time killing the Drukhar. The, the, well, Those the were Drukhari? craft worlds. Those, Those were, were craft, craft worlds, too, so... Oh boy. They, they were yeah, fighting well. howling like howling banshees and stuff. And also yeah. they didn't get bodied. I mean, some of the guardians did, but those are guardians. But Their yeah. Archon is a total boss. Uh <laughs> her her name is Astra Chromis. And oh. what she uh so Archon Chromis, she originally refused to bend her knee at the prior Archon, a guy named Archon Vol uh Valoriac. And so what happened is that she was taken and thrown into the slave shops of their weapon shops to suffer uh, something called death by Enu. E-N-N-U-I. Oh. <laughs> I, I, man, I wish. Um, <laughs> right? But no, the idea is that they put her to work doing monotonous tasks, assembling weapons day in and day out over and over again of just pure monotony uh, doing the most boring task, which to an Eldar, especially a hedonistic Drukhari, is worse than death. Like, it, oh. it becomes the, the idea of putting one, like, putting a rod into a barrel, rod into a barrel for 10 hours a day is worse than death in the sense of, like, it's, it's pure monotony and complete... Um, What's it called? Yeah. Uh, like it's a it's a waking nightmare for an Eldar. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, right. so yeah. eventually she hatched a scheme, and as she kept on building these weapons, she started to kind of perfect her craft a little bit. Um, mm. And what she would do is she would work tirelessly to to make better and better perfect weapons until eventually she started rising in the ranks of uh, and being promoted. And she and soon, eventually, anything that had the the seal of Chromis became this major like importance. It was it's like, oh, this is this is a sign of quality. This yeah. logo, and as they kept on going up and up and up, she was eventually invited by the Archon, uh, who totally forgot she even existed, to <laughs> uh, to provide a tribute of her work. And when oh. she arrived. They all pulled out these fancy pantsy hidden weapons that they had stored and stashed, these master crafted, um, like hidden uh weaponry. And just at this time, all of the Archon's guards' weaponry is malfunctioned because she made the bastards. Oh boy. <laughs> and so she she had this long scheme where all of the major weapons of the Archon were hers. And so she de like had them all break at the same time while she pulled out the hidden new weapons, killed the bastard, and then <laughs> took over as as the main archon. Um, Good for her. Good for her. That's a dope and, way to do it. And now, as the perfectionist archon with the hard arms trade, Obsidian Rose Mark is a true full sign of quality, whether it's a firearm or a blade. 
And anyone who doesn't have any kind of imperfect workmanship gets dealt with by her own personal pain engine, uh, which she calls the Overseer. Now, if you don't know what a Talos pain engine is... I was about to ask this, what that was, yeah. It's this fucker. Oh! <laughs> Whoa! What is that? I mean, obviously it's a pain engine, but holy shit! Oh, you want to, here's something even cooler. Bada bing. That oh. is that is known as a Talos. It is a homunculus. Talos. I, I know it's the same name. <laughs> um, it's a homunculus pain engine of contorted flesh, toxins, and and machinery used as like a slave. Oh, did we vaguely talk about this in the Drukari episode? This seems we familiar did. now. We did. This is her oh, own okay. personal one called the Overseer. Oh, uh, and gross. and if and if you didn't like Chromis enough. Most mm -hmm. of the time, whenever she oversees slave raids against real space, she mainly goes for Eldar slaves because they have oh, the they have the dexterity and the intrigue to put her weapons to good use. Ah, so she's looking for a worthy opponent to use her very finely crafted weapons for. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to just so kill any little maggot or any little bug. She wants she wants her weapons to be used for a for a greater purpose. Oh, so what's cool, this? Ricky's favorite cabal has an has an archon whose main purpose is is slaving other Eldar on oh, brand mm, on, on brand. brand. What's that you say? Your favorite cabal also has an overseer named Talos after your favorite Night Lord trilogy? Hmm. No, no. It, it's a, it's all adding the, up. The pain engine's called the Overseer. It's just the Jakari pain engines. They can be it's... called Kronos or Talos. Oh, nah, nah, you're backpedaling. Whatever. Fuck you. you it all nothing. adds up. It's all there. The, you don't know nothing. The numbers, Mason. What do they mean? The numbers, Mason. Why can't you remember? Uh, let's talk about the cults, the witch cults. Oh, boy. Um, now, the witch cults are fun. They are the, they're also known as the Hecatari. Uh, in fact, in fact, in the in the tabletop, you can actually run the troops for each obsession, cabals, cults, and covens, and you can actually have an upgraded version. So you can run Cabal Trueborn, or you can run something called the Hecatari Blood Brides. Oh, um, what a cool name! <laughs> they're super dope. So the witch cults are second in command underneath the cabals, and the cabals normally sponsor them. Um, and okay. they serve as the main entertainment slash nourishment of Kamara. Oh. When you say nourishment, wh yeah. what exactly do you mean? They're not like... No, so the, the witch cults are gladiators. They oh. are, are sports. They create uh, shows and performances. And the idea is that... The concept is that the hedonistic, sadistic nature of the Jukari, while killing in the streets is a thing that happens, too much killing in the streets for that lust of pain and, and, and murder is, would cause total collapse of society. Sure. Um, so the idea is that these witch cults put on a, a show they are they are dancers and performers. They are they are gladiators, but they do it as an art form. And by doing so, they create like a like a coliseum, and they invite 
the, the, the cabals and the Jukari populace to go watch. And by them watching and seeing this agony and pain and murder, they leave like, like, like with a full belly almost. They leave like with a glow, oh. like newly refreshed. Okay, so they get their fill of bloodlust and hedonism and all that terrible stuff, but they also don't completely collapse the, you know, their infrastructure. Society. So right. to so satiate. instead of cheering for a sports team, they they cheer for a blood bride, for a for a witch cult, yeah, or, for or a the witch witches, cult. Uh, which are led by a succubus, which is the head like an archon for a cabal. A, it's a succubus for a witch cult. Um, there's a little cool. bit of like a like a kind of a female um, gossip girl kind of thing going to it, where. Uh, you know, like you might see in, in a TV show where they have uh, like a, the the back room where all the where all the exotic dancers go to put on their makeup and they kind of are a little conniving with each other. They have like that kind of stereotype. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of that here because, as Shy has shown you already, which the witches don't wear much. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it looks like they uh, the, the bare minimum. But hey, man, mm. their arms and legs are well protected. Well, the idea is that the because obviously the Drukari are, are very into sex, and that's of like course. part of it. Um, yeah. it's like everyone, a lot of people think that's the only thing, it's obviously not. Um, mm-hmm. but as part of it, so the witches dress like they're going to meet a lover, uh, and they oh. they utilize things like different kinds of blades, they'll put like uh barb coils in their hair, or they'll oh. have uh poison blades, or sometimes just their fists. They'll use mm-hmm. spears and whips and, and razor nets. Um, oh they have f- like flails and, and like knives in their in their boots. Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes they'll just dress very like very lightly and just use their hands. And that's Ooh. its own technique. And so each cult, each witch cult, has their own dedicated coliseum and arena. Oh. Well, and good, each, good for them. <laughs> and each arena is like decorated and shows off their own level of prestige and value. Oh, that's uh, that's that's cool. So it's literally like a sports stadium. It is literally a sports stadium, but they have their own way of decorating it and creating their own concept. Um so whenever okay. witch cults are hired as to help with a raid. They really are there to help increase the stock of slaves, but also to impress their succubus and to test their dancing and murder skills to therefore improve it in the Colosseum to help the witch cult make more money. Damn. It's really That's, cool, man. It's super yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's, That's um, it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're dope. Uh, Shai, do you have that image of that witch cult lady who's like holding a uh, a guy's head with her feet, uh, and oh. she's like a, she's like a contortionist. I I know of all things for me to say, but it, it's a really yeah. um the concept of like them being. Oh, I found it. Oh, it's not Joey holding. Van Dyer it with a, would be so proud of you for finding a picture. There it like is. That. It's not holding it with its feet. It's actually like, there we go. Oh, whoa, that, that's actually. I, ironically, a very I'd say accurate representation of a witch cult because they are they're contortionists. They're they're dancers. You that know? is such a wild picture. Like, cause her leg is completely backwards. Mm-hmm. 
That's wild. Also, someone needs to Photoshop a picture of Doge Van Dyer just smiling happily <laughs> uh, where that guy's head is, because you know. Nothing you know. to see here, Imperial. Move along. <laughs> yeah, I assure you, this is necessary for the greater good. Um, but so each uh, witch cult, obviously, getting... Oh, I have a quote. Hey. Uh, I've never seen anything move like that. Sergeant Hakemi is the fastest knife in the regiment. I've seen her hack open an orc before it could blink, let alone raise a weapon. But even she said she couldn't track that thing when it hit those Mordians down there. Just flashes and blood, then screaming. I've never seen her surprise before. Normally, I'd stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with my enemy and let my knife do the talking. But right now, maybe I'm not so unhappy to be stuck up on this wall doing sentry duty. It's a private of the Brontean Long Knives, 222nd Company. Damn. Uh, so even the best uh, human guard knife fighter could not possibly compare with an Eldar. I mean, generally, yes. Uh, you, you could always argue for a super hardcore Katachin, 400 or 40 years of the service, you know, Iron Fair. Hand Strachan, you know, with his big iron claw. <laughs> But yeah. when it comes to speed, no way. Yeah, you don't. Now, now Strachan might be like, Strachan might be like, I bet this bitch is gonna be over here. Well, boom, and then just fucking <laughs> deck her in the face because he got lucky, yeah. uh, and then just cave her skull in. But naturally, that she's gonna just be like a blur. Mm -hmm. You might um, not even see. She's probably worse than a blur because at least a blur you can kind of see. Sounds like the Eldar just like you're not even gonna you're not even gonna see the blur. Yeah, it's it's hard. Um, so these are like, these are, are kind of this idea of a bunch of like, well, it's like, I think it's female and male, but I think it's mostly female, uh, mm -hmm. performers that are there to impress their succubus and they kind of shit on each other every so often. Um, they but they want to, they, they are a performance art. They take slaves or stock and they fight them in the gladiatorial arena and the looks of agony and pain and suffering feed the Kamarag populace, and the more enjoyable the sport, the more they pay, and the more this cult grows in strength. Okay, so it's it's, it's pretty important to to Kamarag that these um, arenas do well. Yes, it is. It is an increase in wealth. It is entertainment. Yeah. Uh, for example, the first cult we'll talk about is called the Cult of Strife. This is the like the Cabal, the Black Heart. It's the most influential cult in the city, uh, mainly due to the talents of a famous succubus known as Lilith Hesperax. Now, okay. uh, now Lilith, Lilith Hesperax actually just recently got a new model in uh, a in a new kit. Uh, she okay. was actually in a Sisters and Drukari combo box. But uh, oh, one okay. thing I didn't mention is that uh, the Witch cults actually use combat drugs very often. Of course they do. Um, they use That's a ton of performance-enhancing drugs. <laughs> things to increase their speed and strength and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So it's, it's, it's you know, it's like, uh, it's literally like American sports. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. I'd say the bit, drugs yeah. are a lot, a lot more painful and strong, but you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Lilith... Is has been known to change the idea of a blood sport to a fine art. She's gone from strength to sheer speed, and at the same time, she doesn't use any combat drugs. 
Oh, and so because of that, seeing her fight brings in hundreds of thousands of spectators that all pay premium high price for this thing. It makes her very rich. And they work a lot with the Cabal of the Black Heart. And Lilith is admired by Vect himself, who is like, I can't wait to see her fight. Let's go, boys. Let's go, lads. He's got his (laughs) big old booth and he's chilling, looking down. And and he's like, Vect, as much of a douchebag as he is, he he takes in, in the sports. He enjoys his time. He's like, it's like when you got that special booth. In a, in a football game that Drake is chilling at, right? And he's yeah, like, yeah, he's, he's got the VIP suite. Or like when yeah. the president shows up to a football game or something, right? Exactly. Uh, and so Vect, him, so their, their arena is known as the Crucibale. And it is oh, a, a big... The Crucibale. Crucibale, I know. <laughs> Spell I know. it the way you want, man. I it's know. the Crucible. Um, also, yeah, in that in that picture Shia's posted, Lilith is the one currently putting hands on with that sister, um, which, as you can oh, see, wow. she's quite large. Yeah, she actually is. She's she's like tall and slender. She doesn't seem like super. Well, I guess she is. She does. She's got look, some look at her arm. Too. Look at her arm, I mean, bro. A, yeah, she's got some guns. Actually, I mean, damn. Also, okay. As much as I like my sisters, uh, knowing Lilith, that sister holding her hand is so fucking dead. (laughs) She is. She is gonna be meat. Like it is not even a challenge. But it's funny. Um, There actually is a stratagem they have. I think called the Crucible of Malediction, which is a very Drukhari name. Um, But in the Cult of Strife, like Vect himself says that Lilith Hesperax is one of the greatest treasures of the Dark City. Which is a pretty good uh, pretty good statement. Simp. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd be honest, I'd be surprised <laughs> if, they did, if they didn't fuck. I um, mean, if you're Lilith, you're probably not going to turn down Vect. I think, I, mean... I think she'd be like, yeah, bro, all right, give us some money, though. Now, the next one we're going to talk about is a fun one. This is, um, of the cults, this is my personal, the one I like the most. Um, this is known as the Cult of the Cursed Blade. Now, Ooh, edgy in, name. I like it. Now, in Kamara, there a cursed blade is not actually referring to a cursed blade. It is a a slang. Uh, the okay. cursed blade is an individual or a group that will rebel against their masters. Now, oh. it is assumed that any archon that invites the witches from the cult of the cursed blade into his group is basically akin to suicide oh it's like okay it's like those idiots who go out and they're like i'm gonna make friends with bears (laughs) okay because you're gonna you're gonna get mauled no you're gonna get mauled you're gonna get mauled yep if you invite the cursed blade witches into your group you are going to get stabbed in the back treachery in its own right is a form of prestige in the cursed blade cult Everything, the the ornaments on their body, the harmless jewelry, all hold weapons. Oh, okay. If you you have a bracelet, it might have poison in it. If you have a ring, it might have poison in it. If you have a a braid, it might be bombs. Really? They have they have bombs in their braids. They have they have bomb. They have shoe bombs. That they're bringing on. They've Whoa. they've got uh, the the p- things they put in their hair. The, their makeup might 
induce hallucinations. Who fucking knows? Oh, they so might they be like, all, like poison ivy, and they blow the little compact, and and it's just poison. Probably, they, they oh, uh, treachery is their most important idea, and so whenever everything on them is a death trap, everything around them is a death trap. Having them around is in its own right not a good idea. Yeah, that that does not sound like a great. So, like, oh, how... here it is. Um, oh. Real quick, this is a Curse of the Colts Blade Succubus only. It's called Traitor's Embrace. It's a <laughs> pair of metal rods that are sewn into the skin. At the moment oh. of death, these rods cause their bearer's bones to explode outwards, rapidly growing into a jagged cage. Oh, Jesus. Holy so, oh, shit. Oh, so when their succubus dies on a two up, they take a D6 mortal wounds after making their attacks. Oh. Yeah, it's Oh boy, that's a that's a that's a lot. That's a In uh actually in the the actual uh, uh game, the Cult of the Co- Cursed Blade is is the one I, I want to run the most because I think it's really really dope. Um yeah. but the Cult of the Cursed Blade is actually their main shtick is that well, they get extra strength, but the main thing is that if I if you make a saving throw, like I'm gonna save, and it's from attack, mm-hmm. on like a six, it actually does damage back to them. Oh, that's 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 pretty nice. So, it's pretty good. um, are they just like the assassin cult? Like, is that like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna contact you because I really need someone dead, but uh, you're you're not you're not joining my group. I'm just paying you to go fuck up somebody else is that like kind of what their shtick is probably keep them at an arm's distance probably more than an arm's distance probably keep them in the other city yeah 10 foot pole yes uh it it is pretty it is pretty nuts they're really cool though uh also they're they're, are uh, they basically like assassins that you hire when you really need somebody killed is that like kind of their shtick oh no they're there's they're gladiators they're a witch cult they have their own in fact they have arena it's called the Nexus Arena. It's both an NH for some reason. Uh, and it's actually one of the most ornate. It is one of the prettiest, the most, most gorgeous, the most gilded. The difference, though, is that it's a living death trap. I, I this, was about to say, if you go and visit this place, are you, like, in mortal danger because everything is booby-trapped? Oh, oh, actually, yes. The, the Coliseum will often shift and adjust, and if you're sitting in the stands, you might be sitting on, like, a spike pit. Oh God! Why? So do a lot of people go? Like you said, they theirs was they the most love ornate. it. Oh, is it because of like all of the potential added chaos and like um, potential extra death that you weren't expecting? That it's like so much more exhilarating. Well, think of it. Think of it from a Drukari point of view. The the okay. being so close to death. Being sitting in the audience of the cult of the cursed blade at any point in time, you might be slaughtered by the actual stage itself. So for, for, a, them, for a Jukari, that's that's, exciting. The, that's the premiere. That's like you pay extra for that. That's like the pay per view. You can't. The real world danger is something that that's, the Jukari they can't help but love it. That's like the WrestleMania. Uh, for the, them, right? That's the that's the that's the that's the premiere of the premiere. 
It says, uh, since the opening of the Great Rift, the cult has launched, launched many raids into Imperium Nihilus, both individually and alongside the Cabal of the Black Heart. They have not only preyed upon Imperial worlds, but also defended them from Chaos forces to raise their spirits in order to make their final demise all the sweeter. Wow. They are, they're, That's... they're fuckers. They are treacherous they are, little they bastards. They are treacherous little fuckers. That they Can are. Can you imagine the gossip? Oh. No. I cannot. Uh, let's talk about the last cult. Um, All right. The uh, cult of the Red Grief. Ooh. So, if, now, what is the best defense, DK? Think about defense. Best the best, the defense best defense is a good offense. Wrong. Think again. Oh. The, the best defense is to literally not even be there. <laughs> the best defense is to not be in the fight. Good call. That's fair. That's, that is, uh, yeah, sure. Now imagine a flotilla, <laughs> a flotilla of Drukhari raid ships, giant, like, Jabba the Hutt raider skiffs, Venom skimmer craft, Imagine them moving at top speed and them never getting off. But oh. instead, fighting you and jumping between these skiffs like Mad Max style. Oh. Moving at top speed. That that sounds hardcore. That sounds dope. Um, Damn. So wait, they're just jumping between skiffs? The, the idea is that they never, like, they are constantly moving at high speeds and then hopping between transports and murdering, like, like literally the floor is lava. If you touch the ground, oh. that is either because you are going for a hard, fancy-pantsy kill or you're being left behind. Okay. Ooh, that's a cool-looking skiff that uh, Shai just posted. That Look at the, that I forget the name of that, but that thing is really oh, cool, yeah. It's so edgy, too. Like, good God bunch of edgelets love the aesthetic so they are just a a constant moving flotilla and they are jumping between and, and stab and jumping like stabbing in the midair and all that stuff um mm -hmm. their coliseum is literally just called the pit <laughs> the pit there is no floor oh it is a towering <laughs> spire of transparent crystals, anti-grav platforms, skimmers. So all the witches have, there's no floor and they are just jumping and, and parallelating and uh, doing acrobatics across this entire spire of like light and glass and crystal. Whoa, that sounds like a show. Do you, that do you remember that part in like uh, Ender's Game where they have like that anti-grav uh, like Ooh, thing. Boy, it's been a it's been a while since I. It's seen been a bit. Yeah. It's been a while since I read the book. It's been a while since I seen the movie. I, I vaguely. Imagine that, but Drukari. Okay. It sounds super cool. Like if out of all of these, again, I'm I'm not a Drukari. I'm just a dorky human that sits in his little you know internet cave. Um. This is the one I'd want to go watch. Like, that's the one that's, like, just everybody's bouncing all over the place on these crystal whatevers. And that sounds like a hell of a show. I I think it's going to be super... It's it's super different and super yeah. and really fun. There's a, there's a lot of cool stuff to the Even if there was no killing, that would be cool. That's like a fucking Cirque du Soleil show. 
there's actually a um, there's an ability they have where they can they jump out of their uh, transport mm-hmm. and then they murder something and then you can use a stratagem to put them right back in their transport. So they, it's oh. it's that entire concept <laughs> where they fly in, murder, and fly back. It's it's pretty cool. Yep, yeah, it's pretty dope. I like them. They're cool. So those are the witch cults. Now let's talk about the homunculi covens. Oh now, boy, homunculi. Mm-hmm. That's never the, good. <laughs> the covens are strictly involved at being master torturers. This is the deep, dark bowels of the Jukari. These are the most awful. Okay. Um, these the homunculus is sometimes homunculi are so old, no one really knows how you become one because oh. they've actually sucked away the life force of so many Drukari to keep them alive for so long. But sometimes they're so old where even that won't work anymore. So they don't have the beautiful appearance of Jukari anymore. They are, in fact, oh. like old and gross. How old are we talking here? Ten thousands. Wow. Like, like maybe, like, like, oh, maybe some even ten thousand. Thousands That's... upon thousands. So the, these could be like original Eldar. Possibly. They're they are incredibly old. Wow. Uh, and they believe that pain and torment is in its own right an art form. I'm sure they do. Whoa. The pictures of them are really cool, though. They all the little spindly sh- bits and, and poisons yeah, and needles. And all these different arms that have, like, tools on them and syringes. And they've got, like, those kind of long, flowy capes. Oh, they're, they're hideously amazing. They're I kinda very love dope. them. They're I, really I, cool and really bad boys. You, it sounds like they're very bad boys, yeah. They, uh, the whole concept of them is body modifications, a lot of flesh sculpting. These are the people who turn you into a couch. Ah, uh, yes. If you want to be living, breathing furniture, they will do that to you. Um, they specialize in the concept that a new canvas of flesh, it is a canvas, it is, it is an art form. Um, if you go down into the homunculi covens, that's like going down into the, the voodoo idea of like a pirate cave where they can do things for you, but it's kind of sketchy and at a price. Um, they can give you barbed quills on your shoulders. They can give you, you scales, poison oh. spit. Uh, they can give you a fourth eye, a third eye. They can give you a, an extra arm. Like, okay. pay the price. And they will give you whatever you want. They they now it's gonna hurt. Oh yeah, of course. But they can modify your body if you want to become different. So the homunculi in like Drukari society are probably pretty popular, and they're probably pretty like because everybody probably wants a new modification that's going to make them more apt at killing and or torturing or whatever. So they're probably pretty popular for Drukari. Like, if you're a POW, I'm sure the last thing you want to see is a homunculi. But if you're just, like, a trooper or a general, you probably want to go visit them. Like, it might cost a lot and it might hurt, but in the long run, they're going to make you a savage. That is absolutely the point. They and uh, homunculi are often very rich. I, I, I bet. <laughs> they, they I bet. Very wealthy for all that they can do. 
Uh, in fact, they get so strange that they've been around for so long that their obsessions are starting to get really bizarre. Like some <laughs> of them will only eat the left hands of victims. And one of them, and I kid you That's not, weird. this is literally verbatim in the wiki, will only uh, enjoy, will enjoy dining on the tears of children. Oh, that's They will so literally awful. drink the tears of children because they find it sweeter. They oh, get that's very weird. Bad. Oh, that's bad. That's I don't that that makes me feel uncomfortable. Um Oh, um I was going to ask do the cursed blade frequent the uh homunculi maybe more than the other uh witch cults because they seem like they have a lot of hidden gadgets and hidden doodads and poisonous this and poisonous that stuff so like did they visit the homunculi more than the other populace of uh, i don't i don't really know i oh. mean i that's a that's a uh a theory that is generally understood uh, is possible but i'm not yeah. quite sure myself it's just because it sounded like the curse blade had a lot of hidden uh, weapons and you know a lot of different poisons in a lot of different places so i've kind of thought that maybe they had like a special arrangement with the homunculi or something uh, possibly i mean normally every cult and cabal has an arrangement with the homunculi that's like their scientist kind of guy oh okay. um but it all depends so the first yeah. couple we want to talk about is the prophets of flesh this is ran by a man <laughs> known as urian rakarth Talked oh. about Yuri in a little bit before. He might be one of the most sadistic fucks in all of 40k. That's um, that's a tall order. <laughs> I, I think he might be number one. I think he might be the worst. He's Ooh. really up there. Uh, quote Damn. from himself. I have long taken an interest in humans and their crude dabbling in fleshcraft. The Adeptus Astartes are powerful warriors, but their creators have always been too restricted in their vision. This Primarch... Rebute Gilliman occludes his mind to so many possibilities, and as such, will never achieve the perfection he seeks. The perfection that I defy him through the practice of my craft. If he wishes to learn from the master, let him come to me. I will gladly make room for him in my grandest obliette. Mm, well, sounds or, well. Or, pain is the only universal constant. Pain is all. It is the key to creation and destruction both. Thus, does he who masters pain become a god? Urian oh. Rakarth, an excerpt from his address to his audience prior to the Melandrock Massacre. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, if your goal is to master pain, then yeah, you're probably a pretty sadistic fucker in 40k. If your Just goal is like, yeah, I, I need, I need to become the master of pain. It's like, oh boy, you don't want, you definitely don't want to end up on his table. Mm -mm. He is a bad man. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so the prophets of flesh are mainly uh, now. They, there's a group of people in the covens known as racks. Racks are like your basic troop. Uh, these racks are branded, tattooed, or altered depending on their homunculus's whim. Now, if a rack will impress their master, they may have a said marked appendage cut off and replaced with a bare, brand new one from their flesh libraries. And that's kind of the concept is that the, the more powerful they are, the better they do, the fewer of their marked flesh is, uh, is oh, replaced. Okay. Hence the term prophets of flesh. Uh, that is a rack that Shy just posted. Whoa! Holy shit! Those things are crazy! Racks are, are really nuts. Yup! 
Uh, I don't Whoa. know the best way to describe them. Um, they're, Just they're... look at the picture if you're watching. <laughs> yeah, those what? are hard to describe. I, I don't know how to. Yeah, they're definitely like their basic troops, but they're really tanky. That's the idea for their for their look. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really know exactly how to describe them, but but yeah, it's Rax. They are edgy boys for sure. That's oh my god. But definitely more Frankenstein-y looking motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. oh, definitely. Like you can see so many like stitches all over their body, and it's just whoa. Yeah, they're they're uh, individuals that are dissected and refashioned into instruments of torture. Holy they are bodyguards shit. or even assistants, and they have all this weaponry. Like they look like a mini homunculus, you know. That is the if I was going into a battle, that is the last thing I'd want to see on the uh, opposite end of me. Like yeah, just go go fight it. It's like nope, fuck this shit. I'm out. I d I disagree. Yeah, <laughs> wholeheartedly. I am outie. Yeah, they're, they're pretty cool looking though. Um, the yeah. other coven is is the Dark Creed. Now these are probably the closest to Night Lords I can think of. They're terror specialists. Mm. Um, however, they prefer the uh, they really like a different kind of like higher level terror. They love to watch their victims, like, freak the fuck out uh, and will drive captives to madness or suicide just to show their superiority over them. Oof. Uh, so they're the um, jump scare coven. They, they believe that the finest victory, the victory that tastes the sweetest, uh, is because murder is boring to them. Oh. They believe yeah. that the, the finest victory is when the, the opponent's heart stops and they die immediately in pure fear. That is the Ooh. finest victory. Jeez, that is that is very Night Lordsy. It um, is. Um, great to the, the Night Lords. The Night like Lords want to. I was gonna say the Night Lords want to keep them alive for as long as possible, so the suffering really endures. Um, eh, but, not quite. The Night Lords just want to cause the most fear, and they just want to enjoy the murder. That's true. Um, I guess I, I guess Talos was doing that because he wanted to make the super scream. Yeah, that was his own um, shtick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Dark Creed likes to perform their kills from a distance so they can uh, see the death throes of their enemies from a distance and everyone can see it. Um, they also carry a, a ton of those pain engines that I told you earlier and they, they cover them in like trophies oh, and people. Yeah, yeah. That's their main thing. But uh, one of my more fun ones I want to talk about, the last one <laughs> is fun. the Coven. I know. Uh, is the Coven of the Twelve. Now, the are there only 12 of, of them? There are actually only 11. Oh. Well, uh, but there are 12 seats. The 12th seat is in case Urien Rackarth himself would ever want to join from an invitation. Oh. Um, okay. But this coven considers themselves the most important practitioner of the dark arts. Uh, and whenever a council member is to be replaced, is it only if they've been removed so incredibly that there is no way they can be revived. Uh, for example, one of the homunculi was actually pushed and contorted into a mirror dimension the size of a coffin that is too small for his body and left oh. there. Oh, no, that's... Oh, that's... That's that's pretty awful. Uh, so he could never get back so that someone replaced him. One was posed a curse and an impossible riddle and with each wrong answer, more of his body turned to stone until he was nothing but a statue. Oh, Jesus. How did that happen? 
I don't know. Who gives a shit? It's cool. Oh, just some bullshit. Okay. Uh, one of them was tricked into, uh, in the banquet, tricked into drinking a tyranid bioacid and was oh. turned into a living sentient liquid soup. Oh. And was then replaced <laughs> from there. That's the worst one. Living sentient liquid soup because he drank at biomass acid? That's he a drank thing? Tyranid bio, he t- drank tyranid acid. And that and, and so he he, he he technically survived that and now he's just sentient soup? Yep. Oh. He can't come back. I think I'd, I think I'd rather be a sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Slurp, slurp. I'm. Oh no, nope. I don't. I don't like it. 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 Uh, For in the Covenant of the Twelve, a lot of their racks are actually flayed of all their skin, so that their raw nerves can experience the sensation of the world more. Oh boy! By having their their raw nervous system exposed to the world, they can experience the the uh, the wonders of the world more. Oh God! How that's so fun! Holy shit! (laughs) All right. Oh, dude, you you want to see my favorite piece of artwork for the Drakari Covens? Yes, I do. Uh, I guess here's here's a rack. Look at this dude. Look at that. Let's see those poor guardsmen. Whoa. Well, and wait, those are those are the 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 twelve racks. Oh, those those are just racks. No, these oh, are coming out racks. the twelve oh, okay. because they still have their skin. I was gonna say, <laughs> man, skin grew back. Uh, but yeah, they're yeah, they're pretty nuts. Uh, I think I remember seeing a mini of these racks and thinking they looked super dope, and I might want to paint them. Uh, except I think the mini had a lot more like um, tubes and shit going in their back. Um, and they were painted up like all green, and it was very cool looking minis. That sounds almost like a paint engine. Maybe it was a paint engine. I don't know. Uh, Shy said this red one is uh, from the Coven of Twelve because he's he's red because he's skinned. Because he has no skin. No skin. Like, like this, this is like a Talos, for oh, example. Yeah. You know? Those are the ones. Those are the ones that I saw, Shy, that I thought looked really cool. And I was like, oh, maybe I want to get into the Drukari because look at how cool those minis are. Oh, those racks. Racks right now on the tabletop are really good. Are they? Yeah, they, they decided to nerf the Jukari because Cabals and Witches were way too good. But mm-hmm. by doing so, they decided to buff the Covens to make up for it. But the Covens were already kind of good. And now the Covens are fucking oh. annihilating people. They are oh, so- they are crushing people. So people are just running like all Coven Jukari uh, tabletop armies? There is a a thing where they are running like nine of the Kronos paint engines, uh, and they are they are just they are just crushing people. It is they are <laughs> just slaughtering people. How soon till the Coven's and and all that gets uh, nerfed too? Dude, Drakari have been like top level since they've come out. Uh, I feel bad for the Drakari <laughs> fans because they are have been so good for so long. People are sick of them, including myself. Oh. <laughs> um, Didn't you get bodied by a Drukari at like a tournament or something? And like you started three and zero, and then uh oh, Drukari. Oh no, actually that was the orcs. Uh, but I did get bodied oh. by Drukari before. I have been bodied by Drukari. Yeah. Well, it's, it sounds like it's a pretty common thing with how strong they are to get bodied by Drukari. Like it's a rite of passage if you're playing forty k. <laughs> at right some point, passion. at some point, you got to get bodied by the Drukari. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's overall. These are some of the coven's cabals and cults. 
that make up the Drakari. Like I can, I can imagine just a really, really cool person who has their own little OC group. They have their own witch cult. They have their own mm. gladiatorial arena that they can. They, they have the um, their own like uh, uh, custom OC. Please do not steal. Oh yeah, idea for that. I could see some really smart and oh, interesting sure. players making some cool stuff. This is definitely just ripe for making like your own like custom creations and your own custom covens and cults and witch cults and yeah. And I mean, the ones that already exist are super cool, uh, repulsive and disgusting, certainly. But man. That the the aesthetic of these guys is dope. Oh, I do want to mention real quick. Um, there is another group called the Incubi. Uh, the oh, Incubi. Like male succubuses. Yes, they are actually blades for hire. Uh, the, oh. They look fucking Whoa. cool too. I was gonna say, Shai just posted the picture one. That's fucking sick. That sword is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yes, the the incubi are awesome. They are generally led, they are known as blades for hire. Uh, often people run the cabal, the black heart, because it's the only one that gives rules to them because they are under vect. But it's also yeah. run by this guy known as Drizar. And oh, um, that's I remember Drizar. You remember, he's got you the remember Drizar? Yeah, Drizar he's got that. He's Drizip. got Drizip. <laughs> um, for example, so this is uh, a Clavex is the name of a leader of incubi. Quote. The blade that I wield is an extension of myself as I am an extension of my blade. We both thirst for blood. We both seek only murder. And only in death do we find purpose in life. Oh, what? They, they are what kind of... They, they are kind ass. of... I studied the blade. They are kind of uh, like... <laughs> while you were having premarital sex. I studied the blade. <laughs> I, Here's I, some... I, the Incubi are cool. They might be my favorites from this whole thing. They're uh, so cool. Which is good because Drakari Incubi on the tabletop not only look amazing. Oh, fuck. They do look amazing. Uh, but they also fuck. Drazar is <laughs> really, really good. I love that that the 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 sort of great sword that they use where they have to like hold it in the middle too. Those look so fucking cool. Their There's swords Drizar. are so cool. Ooh, Drizar definitely got that drazip. He's got some Ooh. serious drazip. He do though. He do. Damn, they're so yeah. Saki, uh, incubi are, are 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 the big winners of this episode for me. Uh, in from, terms for of me, aesthetic was learning, and uh, learning about the, for me it was learning about the cults. I like the cults a lot. Mm, I'm actually, the cults are are very cool. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, um, my uh, that appears to be it, my friend. Any questions? Because whew. we d went through a long episode today. We we did a lot. It didn't feel long. Like this was like an entertaining episode. That it's like, whoa, shit! It's been an hour and twenty minutes. Like it just went by like a like a flash because e each one is super interesting. Uh, Drakari are all kinds of fucked up, but mm, it's really cool. Um, yeah, it's gonna feel long for Shy because she has to edit our ramblings, but who cares? Um, <laughs> we're shy. <laughs> we're, we're, yes. Where's that? Where's that that meme where it's like uh, DK and, and Ricky die and Shy has to drink fungus beer because her life has gone to shit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, put that put that meme up on the screen. 
Yeah, good. I I I I thoroughly enjoyed this. I I I wanna I wanna get some. Although the ink, I I'm I was about to say I I would like to get some incubi, but they kind of look like a pain in the ass to paint. Especially the swords look kind of like a pain in the ass to paint a little bit. Look a little hard, but even so, I might get myself like a pack of witches and just paint them up. See what they see. See how they go. Yeah, it's really OC witches. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And with that. Uh, thank you everyone for watching. Make sure you get your daily dose of slaves. Um, your daily dose of pain. Uh, vote Drukari. They believe in torture equality. Uh, by the by, the Adeptus Ridiculous does not condone the use of slaves, pain, or torture. Um, just an FYI for any legal departments that may or may not be listening and or watching. Speak for yourself, bitch.